0: Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC.
3: This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com.
2: Hey guys, do you find it difficult sometimes to wait for your girl to come? I know that happens a lot because there is an orgasm gap. Women take just a little bit longer to come than guys, but that's okay because there is a solution and that is Promescent Delay Spray. Now I know what a lot of guys are thinking, oh, I don't need delay spray, I don't have a getting it up problem. But Promescent Delay Spray is not just for guys with PE, it is for any guy who wants to last longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer in bed. And that's because it's not gonna totally numb you out and it's not gonna transfer to your partner. And speaking of your partner, Promescent has products for women too. I love their warming gel. They have buzzing gel. They have supplements for both men and women that are going to make you both hornier. They also sell lube and condoms. They have everything you need. Not only do I recommend Promessin products, 2,000 medical professionals recommend them too. So go get yourself some. Go to delayspray.com to get everything you need. That's delayspray.com. Promescent has a money-back guarantee. There's free shipping and Your package is going to arrive discreetly, so no one's going to know what the F you bought. Thanks, Promesson, for sponsoring my show.
0: Welcome to the Strictly Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with...
2: With Kathy. That's me. (laughs) Uh, If you want to be on the Strictly Anonymous podcast, it's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody is anonymous on my show. I change everybody's voices, I change everybody's names. If you want to really remain anonymous, even to me, you could call me from a fake number. I don't care. Block it. Call me anonymously. Totally fine. I just want to hear your true story. If you want to be on the show, because you have like a naughty secret life that you want to talk about, or a naughty, interesting life that's not secret that you want to talk about, or you're like, have a issue that you need help with and nobody wants to fucking talk to you about it. Either you have no friends or they're all irritated by you or none of your friends are as smart as me. (laughs) You could be on the show because I really do like helping people with their problems. I love fucking analyzing things and digging deep. So I say I give unprofessional advice and it is unprofessional, but it's good advice. So if you want to be on the show, you could send me an email, at gmail.com, or you could go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com, and click on Be In The Show, or you could go to Instagram or Twitter, follow me there, at Strict Anonymous. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you follow me over there, you could also DM me. If you're listening on a podcast app, make sure to follow my show. If you're listening on YouTube, which I love as a platform for my podcast, even though it's just audio over there, people are allowed to comment on the episodes, and I comment back, and we have all kinds of conversations about the episodes over on my YouTube. So if you're listening on YouTube, subscribe and comment. Uh, If you're not on YouTube and you want to comment about one of the episodes and get in a conversation, go over to my YouTube and make sure to subscribe to my show. If you want to call in to my confessions hotline, you could do that 24-7. If you have just like a naughty secret confession you want to leave, I air those on my Patreon. I change all those voices too. You could call my confessions hotline 24-7, okay? The number is 347 420 3579 347 3579. I also offer this thing where you could call in and talk to me on the DL, and I don't air those episodes. Typically, people that do that and that sign up for that are doing so because they have like an issue or a problem that they don't really want to air out on the podcast, but they want to talk to me directly because they think I give good advice because I think that I do. <laughs> so you could call in and do that. I offer that as well as 45 minutes. It's 45 minutes. $100, if you're a Patreon member, it's only 75 Now, on my Patreon is really great. I offer early ad-free episodes as well as the most, the, the best thing about my Patreon is you get anonymous pics of like, Mostly all my female guests send I me mean, anonymous pecs. And you see like sexy pics of all of them. So you could put like a body and sometimes like some hair, not a face because everyone's anonymous over there, but you could put all of that, like a visual with the episode. Like I said, you get the episodes early and ad-free. I do Q&As. I drop some episodes that didn't make it to the regular podcast. So it's kind of fun. Over, It's not kind of fun. It is fun. And it's only $5 a month and you could cancel at any time. I do have, okay, pictures Of the couple who I have on today, June and John. You're going to want to get a visual of them. I mean, they're super attractive. I I mean, you could tell more so her because you see like her body. I mean, her body is like a 10.5. Okay. Uh, I have a couple pics of them, anonymous ones. Uh, So if you want to see those, join my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast, the links to everything and all the information I just gave you is in the description. So don't worry about remembering any of them. Today I have on June and John. Uh, They are a couple who were super religious and now they're fucking swingers. And this is a quick, this is like something that happened recently. They happen to be journaling what they're going through in their swinging experience as newbies or recent swingers uh, on a podcast themselves. Their podcast is called New Swingers Podcast. The New Swingers Podcast. Wait until you hear what effing goes down on their podcast. Besides them talking about their new, newbie swinger experiences. I think that's like a really good concept. A lot of people who have these uh, podcasts out, the swingers that are doing it, are so professional that I think sometimes, you know, you forget what newbies really want. They know because they just started out themselves and they're here to talk about their journey. They do that also on their podcast. Towards the end, we talk about that. Uh, But they talk about why they uh, went from being very vanilla and very religious into putting, you know, into going to a swingers club and hooking up with other people. It started with them explaining to each other and putting on the table their fantasies and and like listen John was holding back some fantasies that he knew he always wanted but June had not I mean she was a woman that was so religious that she never even masturbated she didn't know what the fuck she wanted until she saw a movie with a lesbian scene that she was like oh my god I'm like fucking horny for that shit and that's what sort of set it all off they started talking about their fantasies, what they wanted to do and then they just decided to go to a swingers club and they started hooking up with other people and they talk about you know, what that first experience was about the couple that they met they called G.I. Joe and Barbie and how they played with them, uh, the kind of boundaries that they have and how that has evolved over time. They just started out so it's not like they're really hardcore but they uh, explain exactly what they're into which is other women I mean she doesn't want to see him with other women but she gets to fool around with other women so they have had some arguments about like how the fuck do you make that fair right he loves seeing her with other women but he wants to be with other women too but she doesn't want him to be so what do they do they explain it she talks about what she's into you know, doing with guys, how she learned how to squirt. There was like a porn star. They say his name on there that they hire to sort of help them out and uh, get, tr- and they were trained by him. I need to get him on my show. I guess he goes out and trains people on like what to do. And like, I gotta say, what he told them, how to get like women off, was very, it was a very smart trick. You're gonna hear it. And when he was talking about it, I was like, yeah, fucking right. That's what you should do uh, and not do. And you'll have to listen to the episode to hear what his tips were uh and then they talk about how june is an exhibitionist and why she loves people watching her as well as the fact that she has blown him on one of their episodes i don't know you have to listen to the end so they explain about how they do their podcast naked and she blows him on the fucking podcast and i'm like oh my goodness so crazy there will be a link to their podcast in the episode so in the description so you can go check them out you could if you want to see them you could come to my patreon and see the anonymous picks that i have but right now what you're going to get is their whole story so i'm going to be right back on with june and john
3: this is the strictly anonymous podcast
2: Uh, Hi, June and John. How are you guys today? J and J, June and John. You said that this reference to June and John is because you guys are Johnny Cash fans, right?
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Big time.
2: (laughs) So now I have the both of you on the phone. The short story that I know is that you guys are, were, or maybe still are, I don't know, super religious couple. And uh, now you're probably doing things that your religion would say is a big fat (laughs) no-no. (laughs)
1: you can say that (laughs) it it, it would be frowned upon eternally
2: very frowned upon right so now yes so walk me through your guys story you know how long have you been married and when did the big change come about that you started swinging is that what it is like what do you guys do first of all
1: yeah about two months ago uh we decided at I don't remember exactly how the topic came up, but I do remember the backstory. We basically went to a a swingers club because we were like, hey, uh, that'll be funny. Even if we don't like it, we could look back one day and go, can you believe we did something (laughs) like that? Just to see what it was. Mm -hmm. And so we got pretty adventurous. But uh, this came came about after uh, June had a horrible car accident she was involved in. Do you want to tell them a little bit about that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, this
3: was man, it was honestly, it was like right after COVID happened. It was the same month. It was in March, 2020. And, um, I was, I was driving in the car with my daughter and we were, um, you have to cross over traffic to get into our neighborhood we live in. And so, um, we were turning left to go into the neighborhood. And as we were trying to turn left at the, on the light, um, the guy ran the red light and T-boned us
2: mm-hmm, and,
3: wow. uh, My daughter broke her arm. I had herniated discs and um, I had to get fixed. And yeah, it was the two years were rough. (laughs) Two and a half (laughs) years of hell. You mean because of pain
2: and all that stuff that you had ever since that accident? Okay.
3: Yes. Yeah. Concussion. I had that as well. And so a lot of memory issues, TBI, Mm -hmm. traumatic brain injury.
2: um, Oh, wow.
3: And PTSD from the car accident. Mm-hmm. um i still kind of feel like i have that a little bit because <laughs> i still have to go to that light every day right so every once in a while it,
1: it's a little triggering <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: but you know there's something kind of clicked in june when i was gonna say
2: it's, it's interesting that you're because you do tie in this uh you know a car accident to swinging so it's like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: well the the thing is um that was probably the closest to death. One of the times that she's been closest to death ever. And, you know, when you grew up super religious, um, it's like, it, it's like you're in, you're in this box and you don't dare think to step out of it. But if you've ever had a real near death experience, not afterlife, I'm talking but like, a, a, you almost literally died. Mm-hmm. Some it, sometimes it makes you just question a lot of the things you were taught. And you mm-hmm. just think to yourself, well, is it really that way? And you start asking questions You get a little more bold. Because you, you just sort of have some sort of—I don't know if you have insight or what it is—but you start questioning a lot more things. And what, what what we ended up finding is that through her exploring after the car accident, she she just wasn't as afraid to to try things anymore, mm-hmm. or to to maybe discover parts of herself that are there uh-huh. uh, that she was that she was conditioned to be against since the day she was born.
3: Yes. And I was and and also I would say I almost died and lost my life. So, you know, I'm in my late 30s now and it's like I have one life and I almost lost it. So I don't know, like life's too short and I almost lost it and I You know, I want to why not try things we've never tried before and then also what i'm going to tolerate and what i'm fucking not going to tolerate anymore in my life because Mm -hmm. of me almost losing my life right, but how did it like
2: you know, a lot of people then maybe would decide, oh, I'm going to like jump out of a plane or I'm going to like quit my job that I always (laughs) hated and get a new one or I'm going to fucking leave my husband that I never like, you know, (laughs) it's interesting that you were like, oh, I'm going to go become a swinger. I mean, had you guys, (laughs) had you had, I mean, who brought that
3: up as something to check off the bucket list before we die, you know? (laughs) Well, um, so we've been married seven, you know, 17 years. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I, it was last summer, honestly, um, when we were just on a camping trip and John shared he had this, he called it a fuck it list. Yeah, totally. That's what <laughs> sex, it should bucket, be called. Sex yeah. List. <laughs> yeah. Of things he wanted to try before he died. And, you know, he goes into telling me all the list of different ones and he's, you know, kind of like, we got one life to live and you can either, you know, you know, he said, like, oh, I just want to share it with you either, whether we do any of this or not, at least, you know, me. Right.
1: And, and I had had a few glasses of whiskey. Johnny Walker really assisted me with this courage.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I was kind of past that point of, well, if she doesn't like it. Well, fuck it. At least she knows me. At least she knows. And I, I, I would never press anything on her or pressure her to try anything.
2: Are you wasting money on subscriptions that you might not even know you have anymore? (laughs) You probably are because 80% of people have subscriptions they have forgotten about, including me. I had three, okay? There was the Hulu, that I only used and signed up for because I wanted to watch one show, okay? Forgot to cancel it. As well as I had like an Adobe app thing that was going on for Photoshop that I was paying $10 a month for and another photo editor app thing that I don't even remember signing up for, okay? Those were three things I found when I signed up for Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. With Rocket Money, you are going to see All of your subscriptions, the ones you know about that maybe you want to cancel as well as the ones you forgot about. And those are the ones you're definitely going to want to cancel. And if you want to cancel them, all you have to do is press a button and Rocket Money is going to take care of all of it for you. It's super easy to use. So what are you waiting for? Go get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash strictanon. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash strictanon. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash strictanon. Or just go to the description and click on the link to sign up for Rocket Money now, but had you but, like, because I know that the religious thing does tie into it a little bit. Was it like you guys kept these fantasies that you had or this whole fuck it list to yourself because of your religion? And it it kept that sort of that part of you repressed?
1: I mean, I've had I've had all these things for years, but right. there was no way I could, I could never. There's no way I could ever think of to, to even bring them up to share them with her uh, without me being afraid of her being offended. Right. But I had learned I had learned. uh months previous to this she had shared something with me about you know the sort of attraction she was having and she was really scared to share it with me yeah but i'm i'm very welcoming and open and so given she had you know shared some fantasies you know that she had had um which you can go into if you want um i felt a little more free to just say hey mine might be a little more out there than yours or different but hey we can maybe be on the same page and what well, so mm-hmm. what
2: were those things, June? So really it was like June that kind of put something out there
3: first. Yes. Yeah, so about a year ago, or maybe a year and a half ago, really, um, I saw this movie um, with Charlene Theron in it. <laughs> and there was a girl on girl scene and I was watching it with a, well, what I call vanilla friends now. And
1: (laughs) a fellow religious one. (laughs) Mm
3: -hmm. And we were watching the movie together. And when that came up, she's like, Oh my gosh, that's that stuff's in that movie. And Oh my gosh. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you would put that in the movie in my head. I in my head, I'm like, Oh, my God, that's hot. <laughs> I'm getting wet. <laughs> oh,
2: interesting. Maybe she and was, was too. Like, and you're both fucking lying.
3: <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I mean, Maybe. I don't know. But like, I was in my mind, I was like, Okay, what the fuck is like going on in my head? And why am I all of a sudden, like turned on to this, but I just was and So for about a year, honestly, I would watch that scene and and find other lesbian porn that I would watch secretly Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the closet, literally in the closet. Yeah. And John didn't know about it because I was so like, well, just because of how religious I grew up, it was like, that's wrong. And what is like, because then I'm thinking, what is wrong with me? Mm -hmm. And how can I share that with him? Because what is he going to think about me? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, like I said, I've always been very open. I love her for, no matter what she she is. I love her more in knowing her this way now. But it was it was that religious conditioning that basically said you're evil because you're born. You're guilty because you exist. You're just, you're just you're fucking wrong because you're here mm-hmm. and there's nothing you can do about it. And so everything was wrong to her. So it wasn't even like that. I would shame anything. I wouldn't. Uh, but it was just this this mindset that was drilled into her from the beginning um that like it's not okay to be yourself yeah which I think is really sad and it hurts a lot of people
2: yeah and I'm wondering because like is this the first lesbian thing you ever watched so am I should I assume that you never even looked at porn because I don't know I mean
3: no I never did I never did until this point I mean I think there was other movies that had a little bit of you know like threesome stuff in it or whatever but but because of how I grew up I was always like, oh, my gosh, like, gross, you know? Right. Like, Had you somehow ever
2: masturbated I, or thought, like, or had...
3: No. A- Interesting. Okay. No, So, and is that, had. do you
2: think, is that because of your religious beliefs or you just weren't curious? Oh, I mean, who doesn't absolutely. jerk off?
3: <laughs> I never did. I know, right? It, absolutely. That's why. <laughs> right. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, yeah, I never... I never thought about doing that. I just never, I don't know. Like I just never, to me it was like, uh, like why, why would I do that?
2: Right. (laughs) But so when, when did you meet your husband? Were you a virgin when you met him? And did you lose your virginity at a door, you know, when on your honeymoon night?
3: Well, no, I had had sex with, um, the guy before him and Mm -hmm. he was the first. Okay. Um, so but I remember I remember thinking even with that guy, I remember throwing my purity ring across the, the, the room like, oh, my God, what the hell did I just do? Like feeling so shameful and guilty. And and so then, like when we broke up, I was like, I'm not doing that again until I'm married to the person. So John and I, we did wait until we were married. But you weren't we, before a virgin. We did. How long would you I wasn't. date
2: for? I
1: was a little under a year.
2: Oh, OK. And were you that that those ridiculous people that like had anal sex and oral sex and 69 and totally naked, but you just didn't put it in that one hole and you consider yourself a virgin? <laughs> no, I've not heard at that all. That because people. I laugh at those people. <laughs> Me I'm like, too! I'm like, that's
1: like more than losing your virginity. Exactly! I know. <laughs> you're just making excuses, but you know that's what a purity culture thing kind of does to people. I know like have to try to find a way around it, uh-huh. where it's like, why don't you just fuck each other and get it over with? You know you're <laughs> gonna like it anyway. You know we're kind of made that way. I don't well, know. What
2: yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I get it in the way that they put it, but I what I don't get is these people that then say, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna do everything else, but I'm not gonna put it in my hole, and then they claim that they're. <laughs> you know, virgins. I don't think so. I don't know. But I, you know, no. it's, a, it's a way of rationalizing
3: it. Um You know, so we fold around a little bit. But that was I mean, we never very we, minimal. but very minimal, like heavy, <laughs> heavy make out. That was about it. Yeah, that's
2: a little scary only because you're like wonder because I do think that, you know, sex is definitely not the end all be all but you wonder if you're going to enter into marriage. You wanted to be with somebody that you know you're compatible. So I'm assuming you guys had like a lot of chemistry that you were like, okay, we'll get, let's like hang our hat here. But you don't know what the sex is like.
1: You know, that's something we look at now. And I was, I, I was just telling June the other day, this should be part of marriage marriage counseling. Right. Like, like well, how are you sexually? We happen to get lucky that we are compatible in that way, but a yeah. lot of people are not. And yeah. here's the other thing with like a purity culture thing you know you're raised your whole life your 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 neurons in your in your brain your are are set for so many years that sex is bad sex is bad sex is bad but then you get married they're like hey go enjoy yourself Well, you literally like (coughs) medically physically um scientifically you can't just like change the the way the neurons have been wired in your brain the, the neural connections you actually have to undo that stuff we know people who had a very difficult time even having sex on their wedding night because they come from the kind of environment we came from. Where you don't just flip it off like a switch. That's like being told, hey, killing people's bad. Don't kill people. Don't kill people. And then one day they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Kill somebody. Or right, like, you well, know, at this bad. day,
2: five years from now, you're allowed to kill.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. 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 But you have to like, you have to like undo the 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 neuro whatever you call it, the pathways that have been You know taught to you your whole life and so that's another tragic side of it uh but since we've been honest here's the thing since we've been honest with each other uh over these past few months in particular like a lot more than even before we actually love each other more the sex is even better and it was never bad it was always good and now it's even greater
3: well especially when i opened up and i did finally tell john that I that I had been watching porn because I had a few glasses of wine and me mm-hmm. <laughs> around a campfire. Yeah. Go figure both around a campfire. That's funny. Um, but I remember just telling him, I'm like, I have something to tell you and I don't want you to get mad. And of course, he was like, I promise I'm not going to get mad. And he doesn't say that unless he's actually not going to get mad. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just told him, I was like, you know, I said, I, I've been like masturbating with my vibrator in the closet watching this lesbian porn. And he's like, really? Which ones? <laughs>
2: of course. Right. Maybe he's seen. What, them. What, what.
3: <laughs>
1: like, like I know her. Well, I don't know her, but you know, yeah. you want to watch it together. Is that, would that be better? Would you want to watch it together? I,
3: yeah. And, and so just doing that for the past year has been like, made our sex life even, even better mm-hmm. because we watch it together. Right. We still do.
2: Now, have you been with a woman since? Yes, <laughs> when was have you just had a first, your first experience because I know that going to the Swinger Club was just very recently. You opened up this conversation about you liking girls a year ago. So between that time and two months ago, were you doing other things that led up to the Swingers Club?
3: No, I mean, really, we were just watching the lesbian porn. And mm-hmm. then and then, like we said, John had shared his fuck it list with me. Mm-hmm. And a swingers club was one of the things that was listed. Yeah. And I remember telling him at, after he had shared all the things, I said, well, there's a few of them that I wouldn't mind trying. And then there was a few things I wouldn't mind trying eventually. So he was like, really? Well, which ones would you want to try more recent? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and She did that thing. She did that thing sometimes that women do. Not all of them. But they'll be like, oh, yeah, there's a few. And then they'll talk around it and kind of like the plane's just circling the airport. And I'm like, hey, can you just land the plane and tell me the three or four things and then we can discuss them? <laughs> like that pre-direct. was really serious Yeah. 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 Because I've, I'm, I'm just a really straight to the point kind of person. Like, But like, don't try to not hurt my feelings. Just tell me how it is. Then let's talk. And so she did that. And um, I don't know if it was, I think we had like a, a, a strip club to go on there together. Uh, first but then you actually were more afraid of going to a strip club than a swingers club because you didn't want some lady sitting on my lap and I thought, you know you know a swingers clubs, you know, people do go there to do, it right? And uh, for some reason, uh, for her, a swingers club was felt less threatening than, than a strip club. It still makes sense to me. <laughs> How? Yeah, explain for- it <laughs> Yes No,
2: no not for I mean? <laughs> the women. I think the women will understand more so than the guys, but explain it for the guys listening or for the people that don't understand
3: it like your husband didn't. Yeah, well, for me, it's like, okay, if we go to a strip club, like, what if some lady, like, hops on his lap and starts grinding on him, and I'm not ready to see that yet. Mm-hmm. And I felt like if we went to a swingers club, we could dip our toes in together slowly through this, and then we could work our way up to somebody grinding my husband, which obviously has been more than that at this point, but, but, but I, we're, we're in more – I felt like we were in more control – environment and we can tip our toes into it versus just some lady randomly starts grinding my husband and I'm not ready for that yet.
2: Yeah, for sure. I could see the difference. It's a very different experience. Yeah. Because of the people on the other end, you know, if you're going to a strip club, like (laughs) it's their job to sit on your lap and grind you and do all that shit. And they're kind (laughs) of sometimes on autopilot, they're working. Whereas when you go to a strip club, everyone's there for mutual enjoyment it's more consensual it's different kind of a vibe i mm-hmm. get it
1: yeah well that and that and the uh it's a very controlled environment there are lots of uh bouncers at the swinger club who will who will roam around and you know if somebody gets unprofessional or non consensual uh it would almost always be a guy um yeah they throw people out of there so it's kind of like oh there's a lots of you know Balancers here, so like that makes anyone feel safer. It's probably the safest spot in the city, actually, <laughs> other right. than maybe inside a police department. Like, yeah,
2: yeah, that's so funny. So, now, how did so? So, during that whole time, you're just watching lesbian porn, you're talking about all your fantasies that are on your fuck it list, John. Yours, one of them was go to strip club, but you guys never did that. You went to this, the what about the sex coach how did i mean didn't you say you got sex coaching from a porn storm looking at your email is that was that on your bucket list or what i don't understand uh, it
1: it wasn't but it, it's weird how i don't know if you call it synchronicities or what you call it but you start you know going in different directions in life somehow i came across i don't know if it was an ad or what but i came across this guy who's like been a porn star for like 25 years and he's like hey if you're looking to up your game here's some of the struggles guys deal with here's some of the different environments you might find and i thought you know i don't deal with any of that i'd never need that guy's advice because when i'm in the bedroom with my wife like i'm 100 all the time well then we get around a swinger club environment and it's like oh this is real different and i was more like distracted than anything it's like mm-hmm. you know because it went from always being only in the bedroom with my wife where it's quiet to a club where there's you know hundreds of people in this club Uh, doing all kinds of things and Mm -hmm. uh, lots of noise and music. And of course, then I'm looking out for my wife, making sure nobody's trying to like touch her as they walk by or something. Uh, So I'm on protection mode. And so I thought, you know what? Um, I'm going to see what this guy's all about. And so he basically, there's a technique that he he teaches about how to go down on a woman. Well, I always wondered how to do that for Jim, but I could never figure it out. And I, like we've done online courses, we paid you know 150 bucks per course and uh, things like that. And he gave me like like he just wrote me an email. He's like, here, just do this, this, and this. And mm-hmm. after the third thing, he's like, just keep doing that till she gets there. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So uh, I tried those three things, and I get her there in seven minutes. Yeah. What were the three like, things? <laughs> it, it, well, it was ba- well, it, I'll, I'll tell you what they were. I don't know if I know how to explain all of them in depth, but basically it was, you know, flick your tongue up and down this way and then go left and right this many times and just keep that pattern, that consistency. And then he talks about reading her body language. Cause like, if you're doing something and there's no body language, then um, you know, maybe try something. He had a couple different ways of doing it based on, you know, two different ways uh, women tend to like it. If not this one, if this one's too hard, then this one's a way to do it softer and like look for her body language. If, if her leg shakes or if her, you know, she's moving her hips, you know, or she can tell, just look for the signs to look for things like that. And he said, once you're going in that direction, he's basically like, just don't stop. And so,
3: yeah, kind of, even if she's getting there just keep the same, I remember you telling me mm -hmm. that, like keep the same tempo, even if she's getting there.
1: Yeah. Like a lot of guys or most guys, if, if you're getting your lady there and she's starting to orgasm, the first thing most dudes <laughs> want to do, for some reason, we think we need to like ground and pound like a gorilla right there. Just we need to like go from zero to like 500 miles an hour. And he's like, Yeah, don't do that. That's a mistake. He's like, Just keep doing what you're doing at the pace you're doing it. So I'm like, Okay. And uh, she eventually started laughing her head off like a minute later and had to shove my head away because it was like she wasn't aroused anymore. She got there and now she's ticklish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who was this porn star?
1: Uh, his name is Eric Everhard,
3: and you don't remember how you found him.
1: I well, I, I I I do actually because okay. we were
3: listening. I don't remember what podcast, but we were listening to a podcast. Oh yeah, on our va- on our summer vacation, and and we had listened yeah. to to one, and he was one of the persons that they were interviewing.
1: That's right, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were driving through the middle of Missouri on the way home from vacation, middle of nowhere, so- and he he came on as a guest.
2: All right, so now let's just get to the the stuff in the Swingers Club, and then I'm sure I'll have more questions. Uh, You know, you eventually, just two months ago, okay, you started going to a Swingers Club. Is that when you really started checking this shit off your bucket list?
0: Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year. Now by going to Caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for $10 off your first purchase, get $10 off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at Caskers.com.
1: Yeah, because, (laughs) well, here's the funny thing. Our first visit, we're like, Hey, we're just going to go and, observe watch see how it goes and we recommend people do that yeah and then we went back like a second time like the following week and by the time we left to go home we got in the car i looked at the list my bucket list and i'm like i think we just checked like nine things off of there by (laughs) accident like one turned into like it's like you did one and then you slipped down like an icy slope and then we were like oh there's like nine other things and we're like, well, what did we like or not like? And like, were we we liked it all? Well, what did we have a problem with? What did we have conviction about? None of it. It was all really fun. And then we're like, well, I wonder what else would be just really fun. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, you have to get yeah. be more specific than that. You just went through what yeah. we did nine things, ten things. So tell me what yeah. actually yeah. went down. So you're in the the first time you just went and you just sort of observed.
3: Yes, we just went because we're like, well, let's just. Let's just go, and we don't, like, like like, I don't want to do anything this first time. Like, Mm -hmm. let's just go and observe it and see what it's like. And what was it like? It was really nice. Like, they have a whole lobby area that, that, you know, they got a bar where you can bring your own drinks, and they kind of provide, like, you know, like, apple juice or orange juice, things like that, to mix with your drinks you bring. Mm -hmm. Um, And they got a, a couple stripper poles, and like a dance floor
1: couches it was like the most normal non-threatening place in the world i mean you could walk into like a a restaurant or like a grocery store and and like walk past these same people like you think it's this weird thing until you walk in the doors at least the one we go to it was like the most normal down-to-earth fun environment nobody's pressuring anybody we didn't know if we're gonna walk in and just see like like 500 people having a giant orgy like we didn't know what to expect. Yeah. It was nothing like that. And well, here I'll tell you what. Well, you kissed your first lady. It was that what that second week.
3: It was the second week. First week, time ever. Well, and and you said the second week we did all the things. That was the third week actually. Oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but the second week mm-hmm. was well. The first week we met a couple that came up to us. Okay, a married couple, and we talked with them for hours that first night. Just really, John and and the wife really connected and. And, and, and me and her husband started talking too, and, you know, we all had a really great connection. And so, um, we exchanged numbers at the end. We met for dinner that second week before going to the club. Mm -hmm. And, um, that second time, um, I had already told her at dinner that I really wanted to kiss a girl, but was super scared about it. And she was like, well, if you ever want it to be me for the first time, I would be willing to do that for you.
1: <laughs> she kind of had the house for both of us mm-hmm. and she had prior lady experience. And so that that week that we did go to the club and June finally did kiss her. That was actually the first night me and my wife both kissed, kissed the same woman. <laughs> it was kind of <laughs> funny and cool because June made out with her. Then I did. Yeah. And uh yeah.
2: But did you guys have any I mean, because you had a lot of time before you took the plunge into the lifestyle. It was just recently and you had all that time where you were really opening up, letting go of all your repression and religious stuff. Right? Did you have any discussions about any kind of rules or boundaries? Were there any?
1: There were. The thing is, it's like we we had an idea of like what boundaries we would want, but at the same time, we didn't, e- we didn't know exactly every situation we would encounter. Mm-hmm. So the boundaries may basically were like, well, Hey, we're not doing any, anything tonight with anybody. Uh, if that changes. You now I told her, just talk to me, let me know, um, you know, whatever. And so they, we had set kind of like a basic, set of you know, b- very vanilla boundaries. But then as we got around more, you know, we discovered, like, okay, maybe we should have this boundary, that boundary. And they sort of developed.
3: And what are well, they? And as we would And as we would try stuff, then it was like, okay, now we know kind of what what we really like and enjoy now.
0: Yeah,
1: and so, like, well, yeah, as far as what they were, like, in the beginning, she really didn't want me doing, like, the very first time. She was like, you know, June was like, well, I don't want you kissing another lady. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was the boundary. Yeah, but you and broke it was, the
2: first time. No, 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 we didn't break it. Oh, I'm sorry, okay. I'm
1: sorry. I, I mean, like the visits before that, that was the boundary. But uh-huh. then once once she kissed the lady, then our boundary sort of evolved where, okay, well, it's okay if you do too. And and then after that, it was, um, we did like, a, was it that night or the, the next week? We did like the side-by-side parallel play. We We didn't touch them, but they were having sex on the same bed we were with each other. And you, you, that was the same night. Okay. You ladies were making out, Yeah. you know, me and him were like laying head to head and the ladies were on top of us and, you know, he and I were fist bumping each other and the ladies were kissing <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're like, man, we hit the jackpot, huh? You know? And so that was that same night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that was the first time we'd ever been, um, in the same room with anybody, um, and doing that. Well, and then like, what was it the next, uh, the following week we met uh, our friends who we call G.I. Joe and Barbie because, you know, he's a prior military guy and she looks like a Barbie doll mm-hmm. and she, yeah, she picked us up and she's like, Hey, we started talking and we went in this room and there was like them and another hot couple and then us. And so we were, there were three couples on the bed and we were all just, you know, playing with our own partner. And then, you know, the, the girl who we call Barbie, she, um she, she's basically what said like, Hey, can I kiss your guy? And, you know, next thing you know, I'm kissing her and you already kissed her. And then I went down on her and our buddy G.I. Joe is like, hey, can I kiss your lady? Of course, I'm going down on his girl right now. So how do you say no to that? <laughs> and I looked at her and said, do, 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 do you want it? And she goes, yeah, I don't care. And so that's all they did. Right. And um, yeah, so all these things started just sliding off the, the fuck it list. Big time.
2: So because I know that you did say, oh, when we went to the strip club, like, I didn't want to go there because I didn't want a girl grinding on my guy. You know, it's like interesting that you have like a boundary for the strip club, but no boundaries for the swingers club. But it, is it because when you were like there, you were just so horned up that you just
3: realized that you didn't care about the stuff that maybe you thought that you had? Like, this is the question for June. Um. Well, I think it was just because, like I said, we were gradually doing things together. Yeah. And so um, as we were just gradually doing things, the kind of the more more you're around that environment, the kind of the more comfortable you get. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of like, well, you know, we tried that last week. So maybe let's try that again and maybe try to test, like push the boundary a little bit more the next time to see what else we can try to see how we feel about that. You know, that's kind of how we've went with this the whole time is like, hey, well, we tried that. And we really liked that and everything we've tried so far, we've liked. So what if we try this and see if we like that too? Right. So you just keep pushing the
2: boundaries. And how did you feel the first time you saw
3: each other with someone else? Have you done a full swap? No, we've never done a full swap. Um, And I don't really know if I really would want to do that. Mm -hmm. Well, that's Um, a boundary or a rule or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Only because I, the one guy that I have played with the GI Joe guy a little bit, um, it's been fun, but I I don't know. The more I would think about it, I'm like, you know, we just had kind of discovered this a couple weeks ago. I was like, you know, I really just want to play with girls. I don't have any desire to play with guys anymore. So now that became to, hey, now let's look for women that we can do threesomes with because we found out that we're both attracted to the same type of woman that's good that <laughs>
2: keeps you on the same page what is the kind I mean, we of woman have way that... more in
1: common yeah yeah way more in common than we thought we did
2: yeah and what is that woman for you guys that you guys really like
1: kind of like our friend barbie right yeah <laughs> i mean i mean we we don't we wouldn't um say no to somebody who isn't like well i see barbie so you picture like you know skinny petite Um, that's kind of a preference, but we've also realized like, that's not the only fun out there. Like, like we actually kind of don't care about like physical size. Mm -hmm. Um, but on the smaller side, you know, we're both, you know, more thin people Mm -hmm. in general. And so kind of, we kind of look for people like ourselves, but we haven't, you know, we don't like turn away from people who are great people if they're not just like us. How many women have you guys been with? uh at this point <laughs> well, well
3: he's he's fucked
1: what two two or three two or three maybe with with either oh well, yeah but with we, me it, there you were like, part yeah, of it yeah you were like doing stuff with them too and that and that's the funny thing she 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 had a problem with me doing stuff with another lady until like one day she got involved and then she goes you know I'm really not that frustrated by it as long as I'm involved. Mm -hmm. And so we just sort of discovered that solution.
2: That it's as long as it's a threesome, you have to be there too. And then you don't mind. I mean, does it turn you on to see your guy with someone else or no, it's something
3: you tolerate or is it a turn on? It's not really a turn on for me. Um, It's more of just like, um, I don't know, like I guess if we're playing with the girl together, it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. And if he's getting pleased, and so am I at the same time by the same person, then I don't have a problem with it. Right. You know, like I want him to be pleased, but I just want to be involved as well. Hmm. But Which it's not.
1: Yeah, you know, she. Yeah, she doesn't have to twist my arm. I'm. I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, As you could probably imagine, yeah. well,
2: yeah, it's interesting, though, I gotta say that since doing my show, I used to always think that the the two girls, one guy, threesome was like every guy's fantasy. But I find more guys that I talk to that have the fantasy of the op, the of the opposite. They don't care so much about their girl with another girl. What they really want to see is their girl with a guy. Now, do you have that on your fucking list, John, or you like the the to see her with a woman more so? And you get to hook up with the woman.
1: Yeah, I absolutely do not have uh, on my list to see June with another guy. Right. Uh, I was shocked. Yeah. Um, Right. I'm still shocked. How many, how many guys I find that is their fantasy and to each their own. Uh, Where I come from, it's kind of like, hey, you looked at my lady wrong and he wants to fight you. Now it's like, there's all these guys going, hey, you want to fuck my lady? And and like, that's like their thing. So it was very surprising to me. Uh, but yeah, there's nothing in me that wants to see June with another guy, mm-hmm. but if that's something I said from the beginning, like, if that's something you wanted to try, like then go for it and you know, whatever, but it's not something I like, I, I sit around thinking up and wanting to see, uh, but we know people who are like that.
3: Mm-hmm. We have many friends that are that way. And, 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 and I've told him this too, like, I don't really get turned on by seeing you with another girl. Like either, like, but you don't have another choice. (laughs) So it's kind of like, I kind of have to get over it for me, you know, so that he can enjoy himself. And so, you know, that's really been a lot for me to mentally overcome. And so that's, but we have found through talking and even some fights we've had along the way and just, and mainly just with me being ultra religious, even more so than John, I've felt I have had a lot of mental work that I've had to do to get through that shit to just be like, look, it's okay. We are doing this together. It's okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And the part of the together piece. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
3: No, I was going to say like,
2: why, you know, Could it just be that maybe some of these things you're just not into, like, and maybe you don't need to talk yourself through it or force yourself to enjoy it? I mean, you know, maybe there's just, it has nothing to do with religion. It could just be like how you're wired. I don't know. I mean, how much do you have to push your, like, what are the stuff that you're pushing yourself to accept that you haven't accepted?
3: Well, I just, I think because at the beginning I was doing a lot of things with women, and he wasn't really getting to do a lot because I wasn't mentally ready to see that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so that kind of caused some some tension because he's like, okay, you're doing all this stuff. But what about me being able to explore myself? Oh, John, I
2: love it. You're the typical guy that I hear from all well, the time. No, you're every guy. And I can't wait to hear you explain for sure, because I have to tell you how many times I put out an Episode on YouTube, and I love YouTube because I get to hear everyone's two cents about the episodes, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I hear over there always, yeah, I mean, is you, John, the guy that's like, oh, she gets to be with somebody else, like, why doesn't the guy now? Most of the time, it's couples that the guy doesn't care about being with another girl, you know, and I'm that's what I'm always saying, but in this situation. You guys are that couple where, you know, June is able to play around. And John's like, I want some, too. You do want other women as well as just like she's getting right. Is that was the situation.
1: Yeah. And I think it has more to do with dynamics. Like, you know, when when you get like two swinger couples that are full swapped, it's like, hey, here's my lady. There's my lady. And it's like an even trade. Well, it's like when like when she's only into women. Well, that kind of cuts out a lot of opportunity. Uh, as far as what I might be able to enjoy because a lot of guys aren't willing to just sit out and be the guy sitting in the corner, not involved. And I wouldn't want to be that guy either. And so it's not wrong or bad. It just sort of changes up the game board a little bit Mm -hmm. and you just have to kind of adapt to that and say, okay, well, what are our options with this? Because I don't believe in uh, my wife taking a hit for the team, meaning we're both attracted to the lady, but you know, the guy, there's no attraction for June. And June doesn't want to do that regardless. I'm not going to ask her to do that so I can enjoy the lady. And so, you know, because I won't do that, Mm -hmm. you know, it does cut out a lot of opportunity for, you know, playing with other people. And, you know, I mean, it's it's not that bad of a thing, but, you know, it it is kind of like, man, it it seems like it really kind of slims up the opportunities. But again, at the same time, we're not in any hurry to try everything out there. We just we'll, we'll try whatever we're comfortable with. There's no finish line. Um, and I'm happy that she's getting to explore this side of herself, um, you know, but it's nice when everyone involved can kind of, you know, be involved and explore themselves as well. So as a team, you know, we just you know, we tr- we look for opportunities where now we've discovered we just kind of look for ladies who uh, who like couples. And we and we're kind of exploring that since that seems to be more like an ideal fit uh, yeah. for our situation uh, since June's learned more about, you know, she's just for ladies. So June likes the
2: unicorn. June has no desire to be with other guys. You're you don't really have the desire to see her with other guys. Really, what your perfect scenario is to find a unicorn to come into your relationship just for hookups. I mean, do you still go to that swing have you met anyone at the swingers club? Do you see a lot of unicorns there?
3: Um, well, we normally go on couples nights because there is like Wednesday nights where they have like the single guys. But we, Fridays. you know, but it's like and so those, it's, it's and, like
1: trying to swap mosquitoes like, all right, get away, guys, a single guys. It's it, it it's it's an interesting dynamic at the club. Yeah.
3: So most of the people we've met at the clubs have been couples. We have not met very many singles. Um, we just recently found out last week, though, that there I guess there was on Friday nights. But again, that's where they let the, the single guys as well come as well as the sing- well, single ladies can come i think anytime but yeah. single guys it's only like twice a week but i'm like i don't want to go on a friday because i've heard there's even more single guys and i'm sorry but you don't ask and you just try to fucking touch me like no <laughs>
1: yeah, or if like i go to the bathroom i'm gone two minutes and i come back and there's like Guys all over the couch and it's like, hey, motherfucker, get on my chair, you know, and it's like I'm gone two minutes and it's like swarms and I get why they're there. If I was a single guy, you know, I mean, it's what we do. Um, So I understand that. But June doesn't like that that pressure and she's into ladies. And so it kind of makes more sense.
2: Well, I always thought a lot of I mean, every swingers club is different, but there are some swingers clubs that won't let single guys in, especially for that reason. Right. But that swingers yeah. like that's single
3: guy night. Is that what that is? That there's all these single guys there? It, yes. It's like twice a week where it's like one of the one of the nights is like newbies and single guys can come. And then the other t- on Fridays, it's, it's the a single guys night that they can come. But we normally go on Saturdays because then we're not worried about
1: having to deal with,
3: you know, with all the single men. <laughs>
1: yeah, married guys are different. I mean, they still do that some, but it's like 90% less.
2: And now I know that you said that June just learned how to squirt. Did this happen with a girl at the swingers club or at home with John?
1: It happened at the club <laughs> with uh, our, our GI Joe buddy. Oh. So again, I I don't have a ton of desire to see a guy do anything with my wife but squirting is one thing i've always wondered about mm-hmm. and you know june is like well it'd be cool to see if i can and i'm like yeah it'd be cool to learn how well gi joe is like hey man i know how to do that and i'm like really he goes yeah <laughs> and his girlfriend's like yeah and he's really good at it and i'm like all right so we're we're playing in this one room and well i had already fucked his girl yeah a we double- fucked a few times with a double dildo Which you loved.
3: Which I love every time. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And so we had already done that. And then, but I was kind of, for some reason that night I was kind of having a hard time getting there and which is very normal for the club. For me, it's kind of hard for me to like get, get all the way there at the club. It's just too, too much going on, too distracting. Um, But after we had fucked for a while, then, then he offered, he's like, well, I can do that for you. And and then, yeah, Barbie was like, yeah, he's really good. <laughs> so I looked at John and I was like, um, I would really love to. Is that, are you cool? You know, we always ask each other, like, are you good? Or is that cool to do? Well, and the
1: thing is, you know, the other guy, you know, G.I. Joe, he's very polite, very always asks, always double confirms. Like, he'll ask her and he'll ask me to make sure everyone's good. And if not, no big deal. And so when she asks, like, is that okay? And he asked me, do you mind? Or. Whatever. There was no pressure. I my whole thing was well, if if she wants to try something, then go for it. Mm. I, I don't mind. And yeah, sure enough. So afterwards, I'm like, dude, I'm like taking notes, and I'm like, so you did. What this did he here. do? <laughs> I did something to do with his fingers, and I it, it seems like to be like it seemed like it was like fingers on the G spot back and forth really fast is what it appeared as, and then did that for what gosh seven or eight minutes very fast and it was
3: almost kind of like with two fingers like come here motion um so it's like a come here motion with two fingers but super super fast um in and out in and out super super fast for yeah probably seven eight minutes and then all of a sudden i was like oh my gosh, I think this is happening because I'm feeling like I have to pee. And that's kind of always what you hear is you, you feel kind of like you have to pee. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: what and they so, say.
1: So, and so I'm I'm licking one of her nipples because she loves having her nipples licked. And our friend Barbie is licking her other nipple. Me and Barbie are looking at each other and looking at her face and looking at each other. And we're both going, just let go. Just let it happen. Just let go. And then we're like, it, it's just kind of a funny dynamic. but And so she did.
2: You said that you like to, I mean, you did the double dildo with uh, Barbie. Is she the one that you've been playing with this whole time? And what other kinds of things you do?
3: Um, Yeah, she's the one that primarily I've done quite a bit with. Mm-hmm. Um, But there was a few, like about a month ago, maybe we had this girl. We were just on the dance floor dancing and, and John's thing about when he goes to the club we have found is he, he has this paddle that I absolutely love that he uses on me and it has the word slut on it. <laughs> where do well, you get all
2: this stuff do they have like a, listen I've never been to swingers club can you believe it in my show I just talk to people but I don't do anything <laughs> myself but wait what do they just have these things laying around or like what are these just no, props that uh, they can't because I mean you wouldn't use a double like that double headed dildo is just at the club or just someone bring no, it with them
1: we, we got a bag of toys that we bring oh. I mean, the, the paddle I think I got off Amazon Amazon's our
3: best friend
2: Yeah, oh. get off
1: Avenue, Amazon but yeah this this paddle says it has slut engraved on it so Mm -hmm. when you slap someone's ass uh, it leaves it you know the mark leaves the word slut I love it and what we started realizing was I was I did it to her on the dance floor and everyone's standing around watching like cheering us on and then like one guy's like hey can I borrow it and so he used (laughs) it on his lady and gave it back to me and so I thought well hey i don't want to keep it to myself i started offering it to every guy on the dance floor. <laughs> next thing you know like those their ladies are making out with me then they're making out with her then like this really hot one was, this lady was like hey you want to go back to one of the rooms and this is like five vodka shots in and lots of paddling and so we learned a good icebreaker is to just offer the guys a paddle he goes, hey you want to <laughs> paddle your lady yeah and half of them half of them don't want to do it but they're like you can do it and I'm like, okay, she's not gonna punch me, is she? And then she, you know, she'll lift her skirt up and be like, "Go to town on me, or you better do it hard." I'm like, okay, whatever you say. And um, yeah, we make friends very easily that way.
3: Well, well, it started out with when the first time we met, Gia Joe, and Barbie. It was the third time we had been to the club. And we are upstairs because in the club we're at on the weekends, they the upstairs and it's exactly the same as the bottom part. There's a bar, there's a dance floor, stripper pole. So we're up there. She's like, hey, come up, come upstairs with us. We're like, OK. And all of a sudden she like spanks me yeah. with the, her paddle, which he had that said slut on it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So I was like, oh, my gosh, what's that? What's oh, my gosh. Describe that like hot that was hot getting spanked by a girl
2: (laughs) right you liked it
3: oh my god I remember like afterwards I was like I went up to her I said can you spank me again so she like becomes very dominant when she's playing with girls Mm -hmm. and so she's like kiss the paddle ask me and ask me nicely so I was like will you please spank my ass again and then I kissed the paddle and then she did. And oh, my gosh, it was so hot. And now is the double
2: dildo something that you also brought yourself? That Was that your guy's toy or that you've used? No, the she, Well,
1: she, they brought theirs for the first time her and Barbie played with it. And then, uh, you know, June enjoyed it so much. She's on Amazon one day and she's like, I want one of my own. Mm-hmm. And so now we bring that in our bag of tricks.
3: Yes. So no. this last time we did use ours, but like the first two or three times that we had done the double dildo, it was hers.
2: And now, June, I know that you also consider yourself an exhibitionist now is that I'm assuming that's at the Swingers Club, all the stuff that you've been doing in front of people. You love that when people are watching you.
3: Yes. I don't know what that's about, but I do. I, I really like there's this room they have. That has this big ass round pillow. And you can fit probably 12, 13. I've heard of that. On, like on a large that.
2: bean bag, right?
3: Yeah,
1: well, it, this one's an actual bed. Oh, okay. But it's, it's giant bed, yeah. and round. It's, it's, it's pra- huge. Yeah, it's probably you know 12 feet across.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the first time we had met. Barbie and G.I. Joe we went into that room first before we went in the other room with the other couple It mm-hmm. was a smaller room we were in that room first and I had always wanted to go into that room after the you know after the first time we had been there I was like ooh, that would be fun to go in there because there's windows all the way around that room yeah big ass
1: picture windows and, and you can fit like 50 people out in the hallway who can see and you cannot go
3: in it unless you're playing like the the bouncers are pretty strict on the rules with that. Like you can't come in because one time we were all playing and like, there was like a whole bunch of people inside the room. Cause the outside was so filled and the bouncers are like, get out. Cause you can't, you can't be in here. if You're not playing.
1: You have to be a couple and you have to be playing. Yeah. Oh, and interesting. That was, okay. Like, first
3: time. Yeah. And so we played in there with them. And, and so that's kind of where I found out, man, I really like being watched. I mm-hmm. mean, I loved looking up and seeing like, the windows were filled with people girls and guys both just watching
2: Right. And you you dig that. Now, do you have, because I know that it doesn't really work for you guys and John is not into it. It doesn't work for you. You don't have the desire to be with other guys. Your desire is to be with other women. Now, I know that you're pushing yourself into being okay with John. You've decided that as long as he's like there and you're there and it's a threesome experience, it's down. Now, John does not play with women at the club by himself, correct?
1: No. No, we we got in this to just explore together, and our thing is, you know, we're we're together, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That who knows that might develop. Who knows if we evolve to a point where she's okay with something else? Mm-hmm. But right right now, we got into it that way, and um, you know, it, it it's fine for us.
2: Yeah, no, listen, I think at the end of the day, it's always that's what I always clap back at these people on YouTube. That's like, it's not fair. It's like, it, just, it doesn't need to be fair. To, it's not fair to you. Because that's what you would want. Like for you, John, like I said, you were like, the that guy that I hear from a lot. Like, listen, I see my girl you know, playing with women, you wanted to play too. And that's the, that's fair to you guys. That's what you guys want. But a lot of times in these other couples, they just want to play with guys and the guy doesn't want a girl. So that's right for them. I think it's, what's most important is it's right for the two of you together because you're the couple, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: Yeah, Yeah, you, you just, yeah, you just kind of find what combination works for you, whether it's unicorns or a hot wife scenario. I mean, in that case, like the other guy doesn't want to be involved. He just wants to watch his wife with other people. Yeah. And so it's like, all right, well, we need to go look for those people also, because those are people who kind of, uh, you know, are in alignment with kind of what we're wanting to do. And, you know, what, whether it's the same or different as us, it's in alignment. It kind of fits. And so we kind of know who kind of who to focus on now when we're, we're meeting people.
3: It's yeah. And the, of the couples that we played with, yeah. And one of the couples that we played with, you know, we brought them into that, into that big round room and we're playing with them and me and the girl were just going at it taking each other's clothes off and kissing and making out and doing all the things oh she was fucking hot oh my god yeah she was oh, really? i'm like
2: shit we didn't get her number damn Th- that's it that's not barbie <laughs> right i'm assuming barbie no bad. this is another hot girl it, it
1: <laughs> different hottie different one from a different state and by the time you know we came out of our sex coma and they're like oh where'd they go Never saw <laughs> again. damn it
2: wait are you guys gonna have send me some pics for my patreon but like anonymous ones, so people could see how hot you guys are
1: yeah we'll send you some pictures just non-face ones but
2: yeah 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 non-face ones so wait so there's that girl i mean do you have stuff june i mean i know you like the double dildo thing that you've done with them like are there some things that you want to do with women that you haven't yet or like what's the hottest thing that you have done
3: um well for me the hottest thing is probably the double dildo like man that's you like that's pretty hot Uh yeah what
1: what what did you ask me to teach you how to do (laughs) the other day driving home
3: yeah a couple weeks ago i was like you know i'm not ready to do this at this point yet but it's there the like i want to eventually learn how to eat out a girl because after playing with that one girl i just mentioned that we played with that was out of town She went down on me and that was the first time I had ever had a girl go down on me and it was great. And, but she, and she had asked if I wanted to do it to her and I just wasn't ready yet. But I, I guess I'm wanting him to teach me so that when I am ready, I know what I'm doing.
2: Oh, okay. So you haven't done that yet. No. So with these girls, you're playing with toys, you're making out like fondling, that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm hmm. Okay. I mean, listen, you guys are only two months into it. So I feel like for two months, you fe it sounds like you do have a lot of experiences considering, you know what I mean? I think so. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah that's what we're told. We kind of like slipped on the edge of the pool and fell in and uh, we've been enjoying it. Yeah.
2: Um, but there's, it's also makes sense that when I ask that question and it's like, no, I haven't done that yet, that you, there's also some things that you haven't, people have to remember that this is very new at the same time, you know? I mean, and it's interesting to me because you did say you started a a podcast, like, you know, and what is it like people to go on that journey with you? Because it is like you're newbies. So what is that? What do you do on your podcast?
1: Yeah. Well, the podcast is called New Swingers Podcast, and we just thought, well, let's just talk about our journey because, uh, you know, uh, with other people we meet, we find that they're asking a lot of the same questions we're asking. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of like, you know, swinger, there's a lot of swinger podcasts out there and there's a lot of good ones. The the thing was, though, like whatever topic they'd be talking about, it would just be sort of from one side of the universe to the other and everything in between. And we thought, you know, we're brand new to this. There's these certain fears, hangups, frustrations, questions. How do people handle these arguments around this? We're probably not the first ones. And we just couldn't find one around specifically like, hey, if you're new to this, here's some of the landmines you might step on. And so here's how we handled it. Or here's how someone else told us they handled it. Mm-hmm. And So we thought, well, do you, do you just want to document the journey for fun? And then we can talk about the lessons we learned along the way that could be helpful for other people. And, uh, we haven't advertised it or anything. And it's only been out like just over a month and there are thousands of fucking downloads on this thing. We, again, we haven't marketed or anything. And so like, there's a lot of people responding to this and we just thought, well, if we can share what we learned and help somebody else, um, it's kind of like the podcast we wish would have existed <laughs> when we decided to go to the club that first time. And here, here, are some of the battles you might face here's how we got through it and because it's been such a short amount of time there have been several arguments we've had because there has been oh i love friction, that and do you take points
2: wait but and the, do you work it out on your show and is that what people go through with you cuz i think that that's super interesting
1: what, we do well we don't argue and work it out right. on the show once we work once we work through an issue right 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 then that's we what talk i mean you bring it on the yeah. Show. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah it yeah. would be frustrating just to hear the argument with no resolution but you guys do though <laughs> document those issues that you're going along the way which i think is super interesting
1: well it, we found that everyone kind of has or everyone i mean a lot of people are having those same or very similar types of, of arguments over those mm-hmm. insecurities and issues and yeah mm-hmm. and it's just helpful to hear someone else say hey we did we went through that too you're not alone yeah and then it's like well here's what here's the thing that unlocked it for us and like we would have saved like Five knockdown, drag out arguments, not physically, not literally, but huge arguments. If there would have been like one or two things we we just would have like thought of or somebody would have said Mm -hmm. um, that whole that whole thing about June being there as I'm playing with the lady as long as she's playing with her, too. Oh, my God, there would have been like three or four of the five big arguments we've had that we probably never would have had. And so we're strong enough in our relationship to, like, get through that storm. Uh, Mm -hmm. We never doubted that. But boy, it would have been nice to just not have those.
3: Um, yeah, and then one of those that we had, you know, it led to me me figuring out that I like I like John dominating me. Like I like calling me like I like calling him Daddy, and I like wearing. I found out I like wearing a collar and leash to the club.
2: Mhm. You're a little and submissive. Love,
3: yes, and I mm-hmm. love it. Mhm.
2: Well, I have to say, I just l- clicked into my podcast app and it's funny. My computer must be listening to me. There was your podcast right next to my new swingers podcast, John and June. And listen to this fucking episode they got. This is the title. Number 14, new swingers Q&A and in parentheses, plus June blows John on air. Oh, my God. And you're wondering why you have fucking lots of downloads. Oh, my God. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna and i be- <laughs> do every fucking episode. I, I didn't know she was going to do it. And I'm like, hey, what, what are you doing? What, oh, you can do that.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. You have to put plus June blows John on air after every single title. <laughs> 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 that is fucking hilarious. So what do you do? What does that mean? What are people if someone tunes in? Because, you know, pitch it. You know, people are going to go wanting to listen to this after I just said that. What are they going to hear? Are you blowing him? What do you mean?
3: (laughs) Yes. Well, I, I, well, we do every episode when we do our podcast, we do every episode naked. Like we don't wear any clothes and most of the episodes we've had like a little bit of vodka before we do them. So we're really loose and, and, and even probably more honest and fun than we are without all that. And I, yeah, I just randomly, I think it was like the first or I don't know, second or third, like episode and i just was like huh i'm just gonna like start sucking on him right now I
1: mean, well then I he hol- he holds the
3: microphone down so you can hear that
1: <laughs> i didn't need i didn't need to the microphone was that good
2: oh my god <laughs> that was goodness. Something
1: she did on her own so i thought well hey that should get some attention but, but that was all her <laughs>
2: But wait, when I, I was just talking to you in the beginning and we were getting the sound down, you're like, oh, yeah, we have a microphone here because of our jobs. Is it because of your fucking podcast? <laughs> That's why you no, have a microphone. No, th-
1: no, no. There's, there's other things I do with our studio equipment.
2: And oh, this isn't okay. the
1: main microphone I use because the other one I use for the other stuff is more for one person. But this one is for multiple people. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. And then I saw that and I'll maybe edit this out, but I saw that you did email me, like, how do you change voices? I want to know this for some other reason, but do you want to know it for your podcast? Do you change your voice on your podcast? Do you want me to change your voice here?
1: Well, I I I do a lot with like, I'm amateur video editing. I'm always interested in that kind of stuff, more as a hobby. Um, but we also did consider like, well, should we change our voices for that? And I'm like, well, how do you do that? So I don't know how you do it. Um so. But, right, now, but you just like, well, asking, why now you emailed me asking. You emailed me asking. It was for multiple reasons. Yeah, right. right, right, yeah, just right. I'm curious
2: about. That, I remember, that but I'm just going to tell is, you, and anyone listening to this, I'm going to tell you straight up too, because I'm very direct. When I got that email, I'm like, this person probably has a podcast and they want to do it, but instead of saying that, they're going like they're making it more vague, and then on purpose, I'm not going to fucking answer you. Like, be specific. Oh. <laughs> say, I'm like, what are you hiding it for? It makes you sound fucking shady. Say to somebody if oh. you want that. Yeah, say hey. I'm starting a podcast. It has to do with swingers. And I want to change voices sometimes, maybe. Can you tell me how you do it? That's a lot better than the person that tries to act like, oh, I have some sort of weird project. I forget how you phrased it, but I remember the email exactly. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm not answering that. (laughs) I mean, come on. That's just a little psychology 101. You just sound fucking shady. And that's like a weird thing to be shady about. Just be straight up. Yeah,
1: no. yeah, no, it actually was for multiple reasons. I yeah, I didn't realize that it came off that way, but I totally see what you mean by that. Yeah, yeah. you know
2: what I mean. And I got to <laughs> tell you, the great thing about podcasts, I have to tell you straight up, is that in this community, like people are just very open and generous and everybody is like on each other's sides. There's like, the not, it's not like there's no really sort of competition. I don't find, I find it to be a very cool open space where everybody huh. is cool with everybody. So just know that, you know, I'm Glad to hear that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how you should be. That's how everybody operates in this space, at least the people that I've come across. And that's the way to be. Like I said, you would have got an answer if you would have been straight up. But because you weren't, (laughs) I was like, I don't I'm not going to get I'm not going to be straight up with you either. You know, you get what you give. But I Mm -hmm. love that you give John a blowjob every day. (laughs) I'm going to be that generous podcaster that I say everybody is. I love promoting other people. I think it's great. I love what I do. I'm glad that you're doing it. I think it's a very interesting angle that you guys uh, have going, you know, as far as a newbie couple, a lot of the other swingers that are out there, they have great podcasts, I think, um, but they're more professional and they're teaching from a much more, you know, after doing this for 10 years and it's a different kind of a thing, whereas some people can maybe go on the journey with you. And I think that that's interesting because it is Mm -hmm. a little bit new.
1: Yeah, just the beginning issues, we would have to search and search and search to find anything and then listen for 30, 60, 90 minutes and hope they address it. And some put it in the title and description, but then they don't really address it or they did, but it wasn't what you're looking for. Or and what so you need. Right, right, right. Yeah. For you,
2: you, that's what you guys really, that's what anyone knew because you guys are still new and you remember what it's like. And I think that that's why you're perfect for those people because you're right there with yeah. them. And you're not because I think sometimes maybe someone's been doing something for 20 years, they forget what a newbie would want to hear. And they don't want to focus on that so much, you know, because they have a very totally. different perspective of things. So I think what's interesting well, about your show you is, for- yeah.
1: Yeah, well, sometimes you, you forget, you know, like in any career, or any of endeavor. like you said, if you're an expert, you, you did forget, like you said, what it's like in the beginning. And so it can be hard. It's almost like you have to surround your, yourself with brand new people if you want to teach something. Uh, well, we are the brand new people, so we just sort of document it and it's kind of relevant.
2: Now, are you on the DL on your podcast? Are you open to anybody about your life or, you know?
1: No, we're we're very discreet. Mm-hmm. We're very secret with it. So but, that picture you know, isn't
2: you-, you on the p- thing. You have a picture of I- two people grabbing each other's asses. <laughs> that's yeah, that's not us. That's but, not us. Yeah.
1: But they ain't bad looking people either.
2: Right. So, you guys are on the DL. You have this podcast. I'll link to it for people to listen. Oh, thank you. Now, you know, in six months when you want to do another episode, when you have a lot more experience under your belt, call back and I'll have you on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, glad to help you out in any way we can as well.
2: Well, you know, good luck on your endeavors. Um, I think people should go check out your podcast. I know that I have a lot of people that listen to my show that are looking for information because they're just dipping their toes in. So, you know, you guys are a great place to go. And because you're gonna they could go on the journey with you. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So thanks so much for calling in and sharing your story. John yeah, and June, the you. new Someone's swingers podcast. Us. Yeah, I'll put a link to your show in the episode. And I'll let you know. I don't know when it's going to air. Because I, I have like 30 episodes already taped who knows, but it'll be within the next month or so for sure. Okay, awesome. Okay, good luck. Thanks Perfect. so much for calling in you guys.
0: Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at dot Hey
2: everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube